Welcome to the Gains Therapy Express podcast, where Bob hosts a daily episode show where he talks about business, fitness, physical therapy, and everything else that documents his journey of building Gains Therapy. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Gains Therapy Express. I'm very excited today because one, I'm actually recording a follow-up episode to last week, and two, I'm actually going to post it, and it's going to be consistent. I'll be able to keep myself accountable for my words, and it's both scary and, I guess, exciting at the same time. It's scary because I don't know if I'll do this moving forward, but... I made a commitment to myself last week that I'll post podcasts every week just to, again, tell some stories, develop my ability to talk. And two, it's exciting because I'm actually recording. Um, now, big news, the past week, I was able to graduate from college, um, specifically my, my doctorate program, doctorate of physical therapy program, and the... Um, because of the coronavirus, there wasn't really a graduation or anything like that. But it was a happy moment because I graduated. It was five years in the making. And um, I did a podcast recently with, with Nick on Manifest Mindset. And we talked about what were some of my favorite moments, what were some of my aha moments or were some of the moments that I really enjoyed in college, either related to physical therapy or not related to physical therapy. And I thought I'd share the same stories on this podcast, just, I guess, to add a little bit of flavor, because uh, a little bit more flavor to, to what to the stories that I told on Manifest Mindset. So one of the most memorable stories that I'll probably remember for the rest of my life was my first ever patient that I treated in uh, at the college. So pretty much my school had um, electives for clinical grand rounds. So basically, you can sign up for a class starting um, your senior year. I think it's either your senior year or, or your fifth or your fifth year. Um, but in one of those years, I remember I, I signed up in fall of 2017. I signed up for my first ever grand round. I had never interacted with a patient before. Um, literally, when I applied to physical therapy school, I didn't. They didn't require any sort of um, service hours. They didn't require any sort of. Is it? Is it service volunteering hours? So I had no idea what physical therapy was. I had no idea how to interact with a patient, how to examine a patient, how to do anything with a patient. Um, and during that semester when I signed up for the the elective grand round course I was starting just to learn musculoskeletal examination just to how to evaluate a patient so going into this grand round no idea what I was doing and um my first ever patient she was a she was a female I think 18 years old and she had pain for I think a couple years already maybe one or two years with bilateral um leg pain so pain in the both of her shins and her calves and the doctors were convinced that it was 
compartment syndrome. So everybody was telling her it's compartment syndrome. We got a script saying it's compartment syndrome. And we were going to treat her like it was compartment syndrome. So I had my professor. It was me and then a partner because we were paired up since we were in the beginning phases of the physical therapy program. We were doing our grand rounds. And the funny thing is when I introduced her, I was like super nervous. I was sweating. And I called her by the wrong name, actually. I called her, I called the patient by my partner's name. And it was super embarrassing, my first ever patient. But we laughed it off. Well, I tried to laugh it off. Um, and we examined her. It was a mishmash of things. It didn't really go great, the examination. And in my mind, I just finished reading a book about stretching tight muscles and mashing tight um tight muscles as much as you can and that'll provide relief so we did the eval the next time she came in she still complained about her, her same pain she had tightness in her in her calves so we did a whole bunch of uh, stretching my partner and I and then I took like a whole kettlebell and I decided just to mash her her calves um, I was in my mind I was thinking I was, I was breaking up those those adhesions I was breaking up the loosening up the soft tissue Mashing her with the kettlebell, then mashing her with my elbow, mashing her with my hand. My my triceps were getting sore. Um, I was feeling good about myself, hoping that she would say after all this mashing, she would say, "Oh yeah, thanks, Bob. I feel amazing. I could go back to running now." And yeah, she 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 was a runner. That that was her main complaint of why she had um, the pain. She would run, have pain, things like that. So I did the mashing. Um, eight weeks later. Once the grand round finished, nothing really changed about her symptoms. She still had the same pain running, and I kind of just forgot about her. I just went on with my life, just kept on going with my physical therapy program, all the other stuff, the podcast, things like that. And that that was in fall of 2017. And then fast forward um, to spring of 2019, I was doing another grand round case or a grand round elective. And again, I, I did like four or five of these grand rounds. And this time I was with a different professor and I was treating my own patient. This is, this is long into like my PT career. This is like my sixth year. And in the corner of my eye, I see this girl, the same girl that my first original patient just walk in and see one of another professor and another pair of students. I was like, hmm, I know her. I, that was my first ever patient that I called by the wrong name. And I mean, it, it dawned upon me, obviously, since she was coming in to, to, to get physical therapy, that she still had the same symptoms, the same issue. And I could see in the corner of my eye when I was treating this, my, my own patient that she was still pointing to her, her shins, her calves, and talking to her. And then my professor did just a couple of movements a couple of exercises a couple of stretches and all of a sudden I could see again in the corner of my eyes I don't know I, I just I was just really nosy that day because I really wanted to see what happened after all that mashing I did on on her calves on her legs with the kettlebell with my arms I want to see if I, I actually help her but no didn't help her but after a couple of exercises that the professor gave her she had this big smile on her face and you can see that something was changed I guess overall about her, her old demeanor. And then she walked around happily and trotted out of the clinic. And I went to my, I went to that professor. And I was like, Hey, wh what happened with that girl? Did, did you do anything with her? 
And my professor was like, oh, yeah, we just did something with, with her lower back. And that actually helped her relieve all her symptoms. And her symptoms were all gone. And my mind was just completely blown. Like, I spent eight weeks with her. And she was having pain for a year prior. And then she had two additional years of pain from running or, or with running that wasn't resolved. And then it was all resolved in a matter of an hour. So that was in, phys- in, in my physical therapy um, college career. That was like my biggest mind blown moment. And I just realized at that moment that I had to realize I had to learn what this professor was doing. And this, this professor is pretty much doing um, treatment styles from the McKenzie method. And I just decided that I wanted to learn as much as possible about that method. And, and that's what I've been doing lately. I've been doing things like uh, reading the textbook for the McKenzie method, looking up resources online, listening to different various podcasts. And you might be thinking to yourself, okay, Bob, it's thanks for sharing that story. Congratulations on um, graduating. And that's very, I guess, heartwarming and heart-wrenching story at the same time. Um, but what about all the things we talked about in the past? What about gains therapy? What about um, all the online coaching? Now, unfortunately, um, what I realized was that those things I was passionate about in the moment, but I realized that at the end of the day, if I wanted my goal to be tap dancing out of bed and being happy with my life when I die, those things aren't what's going to be driving my passion. Now, what I realized with, I guess, physical therapy school was that physical therapy, specifically being able to help patients with my own hands and ability and speed up the process and allowing the optimal process for patients to heal without allowing them to suffer for, for a few years, I think that's my actual passion and calling that, that I figured out. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me that really shifted about this whole coaching with gains therapy, especially weight loss coaching was there was one episode when I, uh, there was one manifest mindset episode that I was doing with Nick and he asked me this one question that really, I guess, shook my entire core. He asked me if I were to continue down this path with what I was doing originally, um, with posting on Instagram daily and all these things like uh, coaching or online coaching, doing these webinars. Now, don't get me wrong. Those are things I still enjoy and probably will do with, with physical therapy. But the first, he asked me with all these things, where do I see myself in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? And the first thing that popped into my mind was the word lonely. So I told him lonely and he was like, Nick was like, Bob, you're on the wrong path. And and that made me really, really evaluate and think, what is the driver for my happiness, the driver for my motivation? And I think the most satisfaction that I ever found was helping patients become pain-free um, and being able to change their perspective on their movement and pain and, and allowing them to become stronger, both mentally and physically. I think that's... I think with coaching physically, getting them stronger and mentally, that was just the start. But now this is uh, the prior experiences with gains therapy has allowed it to, 
I guess, spread even more. Now, of course, Gaines Therapy is going to eventually be a physical therapy clinic that I'm going to open up and, and practice there. But right now, it's about developing those skills, both a business and a physical therapy skill, where I'm able to help the patient and able to market and allow the patient to accept that this is a new method, a new opportunity that will allow them to get better. So that's where I'm at with my life. A lot of new things have popped up. Um, eventually, I want to get into that, get into a physical therapy residency, specifically the McKenzie Method residency. Um, and that's the path I'm at right now. So just graduated. Just, I think I graduated. My graduation ceremony was supposed to be yesterday. Um, I still have one more clinical for a clinical rotation for I don't know, four to six weeks, somewhere around that time. And then I take the the board exam, the licensing board exam for physical therapy, and we go on from there. That's where Bob will go next. So right now I think I'm in a good area of my life of focusing on the things that I want to do and um, pursuing and learning more about those things. And I think at the end of the day, reevaluating re your why and, and what you do on a day-to-day -day basis is, is the key. And, and I think that's what I was able to do in the past, I guess, few months and maybe in the, in the few days, like with this podcast, um, just reevaluating that the podcast is something that I want to do for myself to further develop the skills. And, and I encourage any of the listeners listening to just sit down, maybe even just get coffee and think and reevaluate. Are you on the path to doing what you want to do? And if you're not, why not? And then for me, I guess, I guess if I wanted to answer the question for myself, it was more of the fear of failing. And I think the fear of failing, again, like last episode, I talked about how there's two definitions. One, one failing is the failing of not even trying. And then the second definition of failing, but still trying. And that, that, that second failing of failing when still trying is the failure that everybody wants and aims for. Um, so it's interesting, but it, it's something to think about. And, and again, thank you for listening to Gains Therapy Express, and I will see you next week.